You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, the Utah Jazz lose a tough one to a, a big shot by Jaron Jackson Jr. Let's talk about it. It's the Hoops Nerd Postgame Show. All right, so that was just a monster shot by Jaron Jackson Jr. And sometimes you've just got to give credit to, to the team who outplayed the other team and made big shots. The Memphis Grizzlies came into this one having lost a bad one by 44. I can't remember who it was that they lost to, but they came into this one ready to fight. They wanted to show that they're a better team than last year, having lost to the Jazz in the playoffs. And they just played a great game. Uh, John Morant is a superstar. And, you know, he's had a... He's slowed down a little bit, especially last game. He scored 11 points. Um, but to, for the overall this season, John Morant has been spectacular, especially especially that like that first five games. He was out of his mind. Uh, tonight, he the Jazz actually did a pretty decent job, did a good job on him. Nine for 30 from the field, three for 10 from three. He did get 14 free throws and made 11 of them. So, you know, uh, let's see how many, let's see, John Morant, 30 shots to get 32 points. If you're the Jazz, you're happy with that. He gets to the free throw line probably more than anyone in the I don't know. You know, if you go look at the actual free throw rates, I don't he's up there because he somehow John Morant, the the fouling changes, at least tonight, did not affect him whatsoever. Uh 14 free throws is a lot with the rule changes. That's kind of unbelievable. Uh seven assists, four rebounds, John Morant. But I would say the Jazz did a good job on Morant. If you can have John Morant score 30 points on 32 shots, I think nine times out of 10, you're like, yeah, that's fine. Really, uh, the guy that really put the the Grizzlies over the top in this one was Desmond Bain, who should have been drafted by the Utah Jazz. Every time I see him play, it breaks my heart. Uh, 12 for 20 from the field for Bain. He was spectacular. He scored the first eight points for the Grizzlies and was just hitting shots like crazy. He cooled off a little bit in the second half. Uh, but four for eight from three for the game. So that's 50%, 28 points, four rebounds, four assists. And there were people on Jazz Twitter saying he wouldn't play for the Jazz. I'm telling you right now, he'd be playing for the Jazz this year, I, uh, at least off the bench. Uh, but anyways, the other guy you've got to talk about for the Grizzlies, and he's the guy that, to me, he's the big question mark. If this guy can play great for them, he takes the Grizzlies to another level. If not... You're not sure. But Jaron Jackson Jr., 9 for 19 from the field, 4 for 11 from 3. That's 36%. But he hit the biggest three of the game to put the Grizzlies over the top. And, yes, you know, Jazz fans could complain about, like, the the ball at the end and then the inadvertent whistle that they shouldn't have called and blah, blah, blah. Fact is, the Jazz should have got the tip off. They should have, uh, they should have played a better defensive possession at the end. And we'll talk about that. Uh, and you just got to give credit. That was a monster three by Jaron Jackson Jr. He knocked it down. By the way, an absolute incredible play by John Morant to penetrate the lane and get the ball out to Jaron Jackson to hit the three. So just you got to give credit to the Grizzlies. They played a really good game, and sometimes you're just going to lose. Uh, the other thing I was kind of interested in, Zaire Williams played 
uh, 29 minutes. He was three for six from the field, one for three. You know, the, the Grizzlies make that trade to take him, and it was a little bit of a reach in my opinion. So he's one of those guys that you'll watch. We'll see if he can develop over time and if it was worth it for the Grizzlies to make that move. Uh, but, he, you know, having him play 29 minutes is a big deal. Uh, let's see. All right, let's switch up. Let's talk about the Jazz a little bit. Kenny, uh, I couldn't watch the game. What happened? Well, that's why we're here. We're here to tell you, Kenny, what happened. Uh, baby Elliot Matheson, tough L, but this loss doesn't make me worried at all. This game was ours, and the Grizzlies got a little lucky at the end. Uh, only thing I'm worried about is Ingles. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that a little bit. From what I can tell, this was just a bad bench night from the Jazz. Uh, Cook it up, ZZ, $7.99, my friend. Thank you very much, Cook it up, ZZ. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about uh, ZZ's comment. What happened to Donovan? Apparently he has no athleticism in him anymore. He never does acrobatic lay layups or, or dunks anymore. It's like he's trying too hard. Uh, I don't know, honestly. Guys, one of the things I noticed at the beginning of the year is Donovan, remember when he missed two dunks and he missed them badly? Uh, I honestly think he's kind of avoiding monster dunks because it's not fun to end up on Shaqed and a Fool. Uh, I think Donovan gets to the rim and does good enough. His two-point percentage is, is up, and it's uh, the highest point it's been all year. So I think the not dunking it is actually a little bit in our heads. You know, I think Donovan is actually playing at a much more efficient level. Now, that last shot, I would have liked him go to the rim much. Like, I didn't like the shot, and the play was just not very good. It was just Donovan trying to out uh, outrun the defender, and he just didn't. Uh, and I would have liked to see at least a pick and roll and Donovan taking the pick and either splitting the pick or or getting it to Rudy at the rim or something like that. Because you only needed one point to tie the game. So just go to the rim, you know. Even if you just go to the rim and and the guy falls over, that's probably a, a blocking foul, you know. So I just didn't like that possession. But that was not the reason the Jazz lost. And, I, you know, honestly, the re I, let's, I guess let's just go look at it. Donovan did have a bad night. Five for 20, five for 20 from the field. 3 for 10 from 3. He was 5 for 6 from the free throw line. But, yeah, Donovan had a bad offensive night. He just did. But the last thing I'm going to worry about from this game is Donovan Mitchell. Like, sometimes your best players are going to struggle. And Donovan, in the last two or three games, has kind of skidded. His tires have skidded a little bit. Let's just be honest. But he's going to figure it out. He'll be fine. Uh, I, I don't know. I Honestly, 20 shots from Donovan... I'm actually okay with that. 18 points. He had eight assists. Like, I'm not going to complain too much. When Donovan Mitchell's getting eight assists, he, you know what? That shows me he's growing as a player. It will come. And the nice thing for the Jazz is that they have 82 games to kind of figure this out and let Donovan Mitchell grow. And eight assists from Donovan is honestly pretty exciting. I Donovan Mitchell is not the storyline from this game, guys. He's really not. Like, if Donovan Mitchell scores a bunch of points, there are still things to worry about from this game. And, you know, the Jazz win this game easily. If Donovan Mitchell has just a slightly better shooting night, the Jazz win with ease. They lost by, what, two, three points? I can't even remember. Uh, they lost by one point. So, you know what? I, I'm Honestly, if I'm, just from my point of view, this is not a game where I'm all that troubled. At least with Donovan, Rudy, Rudy Gay, Royce O'Neal, those guys, Mike Conley had a nice night. I mean, that, uh, you know what? We could complain about them not overturning that foul call on on, Rudy, on 
uh, Mike Conley, that was bonkers. That was like not a foul. And when they said it was because he got under him and you watched the, I mean, that was bonkers. The refs really had a rough night. They did. Moral of this story, guys, this is not a loss to like lose your, your mind over. I honestly don't feel all that much uh, pain from this one as I do from others. Uh, let's see. Joshua Hansen, the Danish destroyer, $10. Joshua, thank you so much. You know what? I don't, it's not necessary, but I really appreciate it. Uh, Joshua says, Hey, I agree with you. However, we have to take care of the home court. Also Ben Simmons sucks. <laughs> All right. I, you know what? I'm going to just thank Joshua Hansen. Tonight's not the night to talk about uh, possible Ben Simmons trades, right? Let's just throw that out the window in honor of Joshua Hansen, the Danish destroyer, the Danish Danny dandy, the, the darling Danish handsome Joshua Hansen. It's Hansen rhymes with handsome and Joshua knows this. All right. Um, so we talked about Donovan Mitchell. It's not the thing to worry about. Here's what the jazz need to worry about is rebounding and defense. It, it's the same story. You know, the jazz can't get offensive rebounds at the end. They can't, or they can't get defeat defensive rebounds. They're giving up offensive rebounds at the end. And really, that is the big issue. And the thing I take away most from this game, and it's something we've kind of talked about all year, is that the Jazz just need to improve in a in a few specific areas. Now, let's just dissect this thought a little bit. The Jazz can't fix every single issue they have. There is no team in this league that is perfect in every aspect. There's just not. The Jazz, in my opinion, have some... They're a little overkill in certain areas. You know, tonight we saw Boyan Bogdanovich have an awesome night. Boyan Bogdanovich had an awesome, awesome night. Uh, let's see, 8 for 14 from the field and 7 for 11 from 3. If I told you before this game started that Boyan Bogdanovich would go 7 for 11 from 3, he would score 24 points, uh, had 3 assists and 3 rebounds, you'd probably think the Jazz were going to win, right? I mean, honestly, you have to just give... Uh, Boyan Bogdanovich, his respect, and just he had an awesome night. And the Jazz lost. Now, you could argue that that's just Donovan Mitchell having a bad shooting night, and the Jazz would have won this specific game if Donovan Mitchell has a nice night or even just an average night and not a bad night offensively. Yeah, you would have won this game. But guess what? There were still issues that reared their heads, and they still lost the game. And you could argue that you know, Boyan Bogdanovich kind of outweighs Donovan Mitchell's bad night and the Jazz still lost. You know, they still lost. The Jazz have a rebounding and defensive issue. They just do, you know. But the thing is, is I don't think you can fix every specific issue. Now, Desmond Bain has a big night. It just seems like every night, at least one of the guards on the opposing team is going to have a big night. And that's kind of a thing that I think that, uh, if if Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell are your uh, backcourt, that's going to likely happen here and there because they're just a little undersized. They just are. So I think that certain teams with guards are just going to have big nights for certain guards. You know, tonight it was Desmond Bain, but they did a good job against John Morant. Uh, Rudy Gobert is, continues to be one of the most underrated players in the NBA. because And a lot of what happened with John Morant is just Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert deserves all the credit for that. He really does. Because when John Morant goes to the rim, he, which is what is his, in, at least from my point of view, his incredible biggest 
uh, plus is his ability to just, just be incredible at the rim and then create for others and things like that. Uh, Rudy Gobert negates that for to a, a big extent. Uh, but anyways, the moral of that is that you're kind of just going to have to give up that. And if, if Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell are your backcourt, you'd kind of have to accept that. The thing that you don't need to accept is the bad rebounding and bad defense. And so on a night where Mike Conley had an incredible night, seven for 12 from the field, three for five from three, Boyan Bogdanovich goes eight for 14 from the field, seven for 11 from three. So 24 points for Boyan, 20, 19 points from Mike Conley. Those two guys were incredible efficiency. To me, that outweighs the bad night from, from Donovan Mitchell. And so what you need to do is you need to look at someone like Boyan Bogdanovich and say, is this just, are, are the Jazz just overkill with the offense? And that is to me what the biggest issue is, is the Jazz come into a lot of these games and Quinn Snyder at the end of games will put in Ingles and Bogdanovich to out offense the other team to try to win games. And against really bad and average teams, it works. But when you play against a team like the Grizzlies, who are a playoff caliber team and had a really nice night, you're going to lose a lot of those games or at least half of them because there's going to be nights where you just can't get stops and, and you lose. Uh, Elliot Matson, $5. Thank you, my man. Baby Elliot Matson, baby face, stud muffin, Elliot Matson. Jazz should trade Ingles for a cheap three and D guy like Mo Harkless or someone like on that level. 100%, 100% Elliot, 100%. If you put Mo Harkless on this team instead of Boyan Bogdanovich, guess what? The three-point shooting is not as good. Hands down. The scoring, not as good. But guess what? If the defense improves and you can improve your rebounding just a little bit, this team is, you've just fixed a massive hole. And so maybe you'll have a few guards have big nights, but overall the defense, the floor raises or maybe you raise the ceiling because now your defense can get to a, you know, an efficient level. The change is everything. You know, can you go get like, there are so many different types of guys like this. Can you go get a Covington, a Larry Nance? Can you trade two first round picks for someone of that caliber to a team that be willing to take on Boyan Bogdanovich and his scoring? You know, I love that. Uh, I love that suggestion, Elliot, by the way. That is comment of the night, C-O-T-N, because you don't really need that big of a move, but you need to make some sort of move. If the Jazz go into trade deadline and they just say everything's good and we get another Matt Thomas, they are unserious. Unserious contenders, okay? They just are. It is a very fixable thing, a very fixable thing. And honestly, I don't even know if, if Joe Ingles is the issue, I personally feel like you have someone in Boyan Bogdanovich who gave up a ton of buckets. There was like a stretch there where Boyan Bogdanovich missed his player two possessions in a row, gives up six points on the other end. So for as good as he is on the offensive end, you're sieving defense at the end. And by the way, the Jazz head coach playing Boyan Bogdanovich at the end of the game when you need a stop and somehow Boyan Bogdanovich is on the floor? Why? Why? I had uh, someone on, on Twitter who loses his mind. By the way, certain people who reply to me on Twitter just at, for one specific thing they disagree with, 
Uh, I Someone said, why don't we just make a foul? And I was like, you know what? We're up by two and have Boyan Bogdanovich on the floor. Could not get a stop for the entire night. Why not? Free throw percentage might be better defensive strategy than that. The other thing, <laughs> why, you know what? You had Hassan Whiteside on the floor. Quinn Snyder calls a timeout and switches out Mike Conley. And promptly, Mike Conley does not get the tip because Jaron Jackson gets it. You think if Hassan Whiteside was sitting there, you might have got the tip? I think he'd have been able to outreach the other guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was kind of weird. Like, just leave him on. I, I was like, you know what? Just get the tip and then have Hassan Whiteside get it and call timeout. You know? Isn't that kind of an advantage? To, I don't know. It kind of didn't make sense to me. Elliot Matson, $2. Thank you again, sir. Trade Ingles and Boyum for Barnes and Harkless. I'd lose my mind. I would, I would lose my mind. If you got Harrison Barnes and Mo Harkless, this Jazz team becomes unbelievable. Harrison Barnes, to me, is the guy. Uh, you know what I would give? I'd give a first-round pick and a pick swap, and I bet that does it. You know? Maybe like two pick swaps for the Kings. Who gives a rip? Just go give them two first-round picks. I don't care. Get Harrison Barnes, and all of a sudden, you've got it. I mean, would you do it? If it means a title, you do it, right? You make the moves to win the title. And I think a move like that wins you the title. You know what? That's that's the guy. Harrison Barnes, Larry Nance, Mo Harkless. Just go get Mo Harkless. If you offer the Sacramento Kings Boyan Bogdanovich for Mo Harkless, they're probably doing that, Right? I'm sure they're doing that because perceived value is high. But if he's a better defender and you improve your defense that to that extent, and then guess what? You can close games with Rudy Gay. You win the title at that point. You do it! Justin, you're not watching right now. But if you are in the small chance that someone sends this to you and someone's burner account of someone's aunt and uncle burners, do it! Do it! Yeah! Do it! Do it! Do it. Come on. Listen to the Hoops Nerd channel. Listen to the Hoops Nerd channel. All right? Because we got guys like Elliot Madsen and 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 Joshua Hansen and Cook It Up ZZ just giving us the correct basketball analysis. We are the Hoops Nerds who know what's going on, and they need to listen to us, all right? This is where you need to be. This is what you need to be. All right, guys, that's all I got to say. I mean, it's a tough loss. It sucked. It was fun to watch the Jazz uh, do what they did. But you know what? Some nights you're just not going to win. Um, by the way, guys, I want to give uh, just a big thank you to everyone who watched my latest video, the breakdown of the uh, of the throw-up. It was one of the most fun things I've done in a while. I'm going to do a lot more of that stuff. I hope you guys all liked it. But I really had fun making that video. <laughs> And I am going to do a lot more of that. A lot more of that. Because that was fun. It's the most successful non-live video I've ever done. And it's been one day since I posted it. I'm, I'm honestly, personally, kind of busting. I am really excited. Uh, it's going to take a lot of work on my part. But I think I've found a thing that I can do and, and grow. And I'm excited about it. So, anyways, thank you to all you guys for commenting. And, and... And just, you know, sharing and, and liking and subscribing. And especially all you guys who join the channel and, and support it. I honestly appreciate it so much. 
and I am super, super excited about the future of this channel for the first time in like a little while, to be honest, because I feel like we've got an incredible com uh, community here. And I honestly love you guys. You guys are my friends and I've come to know all of you and I appreciate it. You guys are awesome. It makes it worth it. Uh, Robert Hall of Fame, $2. Just do it. I agree. Like Nikes. Just do it. Uh, Joshua, the Danish Destroyer, $5. Please, your thoughts on the Pacers fight. Oh, that was one of the ones I wanted to do. And maybe I will. Because honestly, some of these have shelf life. And that's what makes me so excited, uh, Joshua, is that I can do some of these that are fun. We, this is honestly, I'm honestly so excited. I can't tell you guys. Because this, to me, feels like a tenable future where I can do the live streams that I enjoy so much talking to you guys and have this community grow. But then we can do the, the videos that have shelf life and that are funny and fun and that I enjoy doing. Because honestly, that last video reminded me that this is supposed to be fun. And I want to have fun. I don't want to just, you know, just regurgitate and do the same thing. I want to grow and have, but have fun at the same time. And you guys are the reason this is fun. And I just enjoy talking to you guys. You guys are amazing. Well, Joshua, you're amazing too. And I really appreciate you guys. I appreciate you more than you appreciate me. I can tell you that. I can tell you that. You guys honestly have made a big difference in my life personally and you guys are amazing and i appreciate it love fest tonight for all you guys love fest for everyone uh let's see now and speaking of love fest let's just give a shout out to the all-stars you guys that contribute to this channel you make it worth every hour i put into it you make it worth all the time you know my you know what can i be just get real with you guys like my family appreciates you guys my family loves you guys. My wife, my kids. You guys make a difference in their lives by supporting the channel. And I appreciate it. I really do. So shout out to all you guys. You're amazing. I love it. All right. Let's give a shout out to the all-stars. These are the guys that make a huge difference. The ones that, that get the big three at the end of the game like Jaron Jackson Jr. When all the eyes are watching you. Not like the guy who threw up on the floor. That guy is not an all-star. But Jaron Jackson Jr. hitting a big-time three with Rudy Gobert running at you full speed. I mean, sometimes you just tip your cap to those guys. All right, let's give a shout-out to X Marks the Spot, Zintus, Jordan the Goat, Bessworld, Ryan Perry the Legend, Baby Elliot Matson, Joshua Hansen, Danish Destroyer, Double D, and one Anton Warren, Ezekiel Ricebe, the man, one, the man from Down Under, JT Buckets, Wardell, Austin R. Grant, the editor extraordinaire, E.E., Eric C, the C stands for champion, Donald Schooley, schooling all of us with his knowledge. DW to CB, Darren Williams to Carlos Boozer, the man who shows up for the for the one-on-ones that we haven't done for like a month or two. <laughs> Jorge Arrizaga, mi amigo de abajo, Lee Christensen driving the lane, just in time, just in tie H. Guys, if you haven't already, like we always say, like and subscribe to the channel. Uh, and join the channel if you want. You can join the chat. It's the love fest every night where the nerds give praise to the nerds. All right. And just, it's just a, it's a back pat party. And that's kind of weird. Uh, Barfgate is my most successful video ever, Robert, because here's the thing. All right. Just a little, you know, who cares? We're live streaming. This will go up on the SLC Dunk podcast. And if you're SLC Dunk podcast, you're probably already stopped by now anyway. But anyways, my most successful videos, if you go look at them, like 
I was looking at it, and this is why I used. There are times where I honestly get a little like flustered and and wonder why the channel doesn't grow in certain ways. My like nine of my top ten videos, or eight of my top ten, are Jordan Clarkson related because fans in the Philippines who I appreciate and are awesome. But those were literally the reasons why my videos did well, because people are Jordan Clarkson fans. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's amazing. But this is not a Jordan Clarkson channel. <laughs> this is a jazz NBA channel. And I'm trying to make it kind of 50-50, you know, so that we can have lots of NBA fans, but also jazz fans and the fans who watch the other teams, you know, so that it's kind of like 40% jazz, 60%, you know, fun other things. That is the first time I've done a video that was like a non-live post-game video that did amazing. You know, I did a couple trade reactions. You can see those. And it went great. And I personally have not been this excited about this channel in a long time. You know, I've done this channel because I love it. And I don't want you guys to get the impression that I don't enjoy doing it because I do. I love it and I enjoy it. And it does help me out a little bit financially. It's not you know, breaking the bank by any means, but I, for the first time, feel like this channel has a chance to really grow. And so I appreciate you guys supporting the channel because I think it really can grow and I'm just excited about it. And so I'm going to do that more, keep the live stream because I think that's fun. And I think that is something that we'll always do. But at the same time, I think that, uh, I am, go you know, cause I've even talked about, it. you guys have seen me kind of talk about it, like ha maybe doing a separate channel, and I think this channel can be both. And I, you know, why not? It's also this channel is, I don't want to do the, the build it took me a couple years to do for this one. Uh, so we are going to just build this channel and it's going to be both live streams and NBA. We'll still have, because I love the jazz, we'll still focus on the jazz, obviously. But then I will do lots of these kind of like breakdowns. But I, guess what? I'm going to call them. And someone made a good point because it is, it is, um inspired by john boy uh he's fantastic and that whole media company is incredible uh and and i it's something that i enjoy and i feel like i can do and i can uh, do my own kind of version of that uh with my own style you know it is what it is so guess what we're gonna call them film studies <laughs> a film study of a barf is funny to me and i giggled making that video more than I have in a long time since the eight bit videos I did two, three years ago, which by the way, I still want to do. And I have some ideas for some plans for that, uh, coming up. I want to do something really fun and I, you know, who knows where that goes, but I'm going to do some things with that, that I think are fun. And I have some fun ideas. The only thing is that it's work. And so I do think this channel can grow and who knows, why not dream big? Wouldn't it be cool if this was just my job and I just did this for a living? I would love that. Who knows? Maybe one day, maybe not. But at the very, at the very least, we're going to keep doing this because it's fun and it's great. Robert Hall of Fame. You're the man. $2. Just do it. I appreciate it. You're awesome. Uh, guys, I really appreciate all you do. Make sure also that if you have time to go check out SLC Dunk because the team and myself put a lot of work into that site and the articles are great and and go do it. And if you're SLC Dunk Podcast and you're still listening, uh, give me a give me a review. I would appreciate it. 
Anyways, guys, like and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. We've already said it. We've already done the all-star thing. You guys are the best. I appreciate all of you. I will talk to you next time.